Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Going on a road trip with my dog feels like prepping for the apocalypse. How do people have actual children? Spilled my coffee, stubbed my toe, and broke a glass all in one fell swoop. Clumsy much? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the nail salon insists on cash tips. Sometimes they don't care. Could they just never care? That would be really convenient for me. <laughs> I ate a burger, a real beef burger, for the first time in over 20 years, and it was so good. What? Have <laughs> such a good day. Welcome to Hebsa to Good Day, the show that, that wants, wants you to, to just do... have that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Heather and I have slightly different versions of that, apparently. We, we and like to... so we couldn't be in total cadence just now. I thought we would be though. I was like, oh man, this would be really cool if we if we can say the exact words. But yeah, imagine. Really... Imagine if we had maybe planned beforehand. But you know what? That's not what the show is. This show is a free-for-all mishmash of fun Hodgepodge. love. Uh, um, you know, um, 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 excitement, celebrating in the fact that life is hard, but it's also beautiful and it is, it is beautiful, it's real beautiful and yeah. real weird at the same time. And we like to celebrate that, hopefully improving your days by giving you a little chuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let laugh, us know if, that, if, if we do do that. If not with us, <laughs> you know, either and, way and, and whatever you want. Yes. And, and. Like every show, it's just we'll we'll just we'll just kind of throw some stuff at you, and the idea is that the community participation is a huge part of the show. Huge, and even though it's just Heather and I talking right now, you know who you are. Everybody who's in our Discord, everybody who emails us every week, all of our patrons who get extra behind the scenes stuff. This is this is the whole this is the whole shebang. It really is, and, it's, and we it's couldn't the whole do it without you. Even, and it, this <laughs> is too. the fiftieth episode, Sarah. It is, and I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, we should have like some confetti or something. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. I didn't bring some champagne. We do have some white wine. We do. So we will toast to the fiftieth episode. Although maybe we should be doing more of a party around the fifty second episode because that means we've done a full year. A year. But fifty yeah. is like that's a pretty significant number. We've hey, been man. doing this for almost a full. 
year calendar year which is is Correct. quite an accomplishment yeah it, so it, good on us and sure, good on you for sticking with us and it's your husband fun and super dur- fun during that time um heather and i have have shared a lot of this with you but you know we we've had tumultuous lives mm-hmm. for one reason or another you know whether it's work or relationships or moving, moving. and and that actually is like continuing we're kind of in that right now uh-huh. so um we you know, every once in a while, we'll kind of be like, oh, man, this is get a little hard. And then we have to say, this is really fun, though. It can be very exciting. And, the thing and, is, is and you... you know, it, it improves both of our weeks every week it without does. fail. And, and we both know it. And so, you know, it, it's this is therapeutic. And we hope that it brings you some joy as well. We really do. And we have fantasies sometimes about like, oh, gosh, what if one day later in life, maybe in our 50s, we can get out of the fray and live on a big piece of property and just kind of like chill. Because all we want to do is chill. With, like some, that's like, with some goats. With some goats, definitely. Oh, God, I need some goats. And Oh, man, I want I want a pet goat so badly. <laughs> what would you name your pet goat? I don't know. Maybe Henry? Bruno. That's cute. I like that. Henry. But yeah, I mean, really? We <laughs> I just, don't know. I mean, what's a goat name? It could be named anything. <laughs> we, You know, I think our ultimate goal is like, we just want to chill. We just want to get through the day's slog and chill and you know watch a movie and relax i know that that's both sarah and i's like ultimate goal like every day we always talk about it and i think this show once we're kind of like set up and all the wires are good and we've written everything it's like once we're in the moment like right now it becomes more fun and chill and like it's nice therapeutic thing it absolutely is um that said there's just a lot of other stuff that has to happen mm-hmm. to make sure that the show is a lot. recorded appropriately and edited appropriately and you all receive it appropriately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's that. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, I, I I think I've kind of mentioned this on a previous show, but um, I I feel this way more and more. And it, it's something that I have to come to terms with for myself. And that is the fact that, like, I don't have a, a like a romantic partner right now. Mm-hmm. I have in the past, mm-hmm. probably You've will, had many. In the, probably will in the future. Fine, whatever. And I don't have one right now, and I don't have one now by design mm-hmm. because I'm just like, you know what? Things got a little too too much yep. for me. And you know, it's better to like, you know, you always hear people being like, you got to get like comfortable with yourself, and yep. then you can build something 100%. with somebody, you know, in all the right ways. And so I'm kind of in that situation. However. There are so many things that are hard because it's just me. Oh, yeah. You know, Taking that's, out the garbage? Well, sure. I mean, okay. That is not really that hard. But <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Like, no one's ever going to do that for me. Nope. Ever. I have to do it 100% of the time. Yep. You know, when I go out of town, who's going to watch my dog? I have to pay for somebody to yep. watch him because there's nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, who's going to watch my cat? Same thing. You know, or just sort of like... Who's going to power wash the yard? Uh, not, oh, I don't know how to do that, but I need to do it. So I got to hire somebody because mm-hmm. there's nobody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, there are times where, again, ebb and flow of life. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in, when, when I'm in the flow, um, where I'm like, you know, I, I understand why people just marry people. <laughs> yeah. Just to like get things done. Uh, for for just, sure. Just to have somebody to like you know, like offload some work onto because life is really hard. Yeah, no, it's so true. I think a lot of people do marry for that reason. Yeah, and not that I'm doing that, right? But like, I kind of, like, I don't, 
I don't fault people for mm-hmm. sort of throwing in the towel and sometimes being like, I gotta, do, I, I just gotta do this. I need help. Yeah, you know, no, and it's, it's not so much about like that Disneyland version of life. Mm-hmm. You know that we're all sort of spoon fed when we're younger. Like you're just gonna find your soulmate and it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wouldn't we? <laughs> wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> yeah, still looking. Still looking, Mickey. <laughs> All right, you guys. So bonus topic today. We are not going to do a game. We are going to... This is actually... Someone wrote in about this. I will mention uh, his name and talk about that a little bit more later in the show. But the disappointment of when family and friends don't always support you in your ventures. So this is sort mm. of related mm-hmm. a little bit more to... You know, he commented on liking the fact that we talk a lot about, um, you know, sort of the trials and tribulations of working for yourself and being a freelancer. Um, It's sort of in relation to that, but it can kind of extend out further. Um, But we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. So please stay tuned. Five dollar balas. Please do. In the meantime, Sarah. Yes. How has your week been? Man. Okay. So week after week, I'm always sort of being like, oh, I listened to this great podcast episode. You guys all have to listen to it. I don't know if anybody listens to the stuff that I listen to or not, but um, it was a, so Fresh Air, um, which is a WW, uh, no, uh, not WWNYC. Um, it is. Um, yeah. What is that? It's um, uh, Philadelphia. Um, uh, it Well, it is NPR, but it's uh, I, w, uh, WN. Uh, WHIY. Right. Something like that. I know there's a lot of W's in it. Um, <laughs> actually, so it's NPR. Uh, it is w- oh W H Y Y like why yeah 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 okay so um, Fresh Air um, hosted by Terry Gross she's been doing it for a hundred years <laughs> she has interviewed everybody under the sun she's just a wonderful beautiful human lovely lady if I you know when people say like who would you have dinner with if you could pick anyone like Terry Gross is top five for me for sure I love her Mm -hmm. anyway so Fresh Air which is is her show um, they do these sort of like best ofs every once in a Mm -hmm. while where it's it's something that they have run before however I had not heard her Bill Hader interview when it first ran yeah and Bill Hader, if you're not familiar, was an SNL Saturday Night Live um, uh, comedian mm-hmm. comedian for many years, and now is the starring Guy and Barry, which is a great show. And it's getting a lot of like good reviews. Oh, it is like people so, say it's like the perfect show. It's so good. It is really um, good, and it's good in all the ways that a comedian you think like you know certain comedians, especially like think of like. The Saturday Night Live, you know, hits, you know, the, you know, the the people who are so good at like impersonations Mm -hmm. or just being silly or, you know, variety of stuff. It doesn't always translate into a career after that. No. You might do some comedies. They might fall flat. They might do well. But it's sort of like, uh, are you sort of just like that person? I mean, Bill Hader has definitely solidified himself as a very uh deep actor oh very much in a drama like Mm -hmm. it's not fun barry is not funny Mm -mm. i mean there's some funny moments funny moments but it but it but it's more of a drama it very much like it's it's kind of like hardcore it is um anyway so i was listening to this interview that um that bill and terry had and it was so great because 
Um, many people know Bill Hader most for Stefan. Sure. Which was his Weekend Update um, uh, character, character like bit, yeah. where yeah he was he was always telling you about the hottest new club and the whole thing was that <laughs> you know it was it was every club was weirder than the last and it was so funny and like the whole you know the lore of the whole thing is that he never knew what he was about to read mm-hmm. so he was reading the teleprompter cold mm-hmm. and that's why he was always you know covering his face because. He was laughing because he was reading it cold. Well, he also, he says in that interview, or maybe it's another interview, but he does say, because he, he, he experiences a lot of anxiety. He's had panic attacks, but he puts his hands, it, it's like he can't help it, but it's like it helps him with his anxiety, putting his hands on his face. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because, so this is, this is sort of a funny thing. Yes. We, we've obviously listened to the same interview and he... He was talking about not so much that character, because that was like, I mean, the most beloved character Mm -hmm. ever. But he said that, uh, you know, he was on SNL for, you know, the better part of a decade. Mm -hmm. And for particularly the first, uh, you know, five years of that, Mm -hmm. he had panic attacks. Now, and I, you know, it's funny because like as someone like I recognize that I have a lot of anxiety. Oh, yeah. It comes out in weird ways. It, it rears its ugly head, you know, every so often. But like panic attacks, the way that people describe it to me, I've never had that. Yeah. Because people always say, I thought I was dying. Oh, yeah. And like their skin is burning. And yeah. It's, like, like I thought really, I was having a physical, heart attack. Yeah. You get physical right. ailments. Yeah. I've never had that. I've had, I've had like... Anxiety to the point where I'm like, I need to hide from the world. Yeah. But not a panic attack where I actually thought that I needed to go to the hospital. Yeah, me neither. So what uh, what Bill, our friend Bill, described was, you know, he was he was kind of describing this to Terry. You know, like, I, 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 I know that, you know, people thought I was being dramatic, whatever. And, like, I'm, like, lucky to be on SNL and whatever. But, like... It was it was bad, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, you just like thought you'd forget your lines, mm-hmm. or you wouldn't, you know, do the character well." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "No, it wasn't even that. It was like I thought maybe a piece of equipment would fall on me and kill me. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe somebody from the audience would rush the stage and kill me. Like very dramatic. Like this is not this is not Un- going to happen. Unrealistic. Dude. Yeah, very stuff where paranoia. You're like, where, yeah, where you're like." I know this won't happen. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, it's like when you're on a plane and you're like, okay, well, uh, you know, stats say I won't crash and die. Mm-hmm. I just won't. Yeah. Like this isn't going to happen, but it could. But you still get anxious and then, about it. And then once you get that in your head, you're yep. like, well, maybe I'll just be like, maybe this is the plane that goes down mm-hmm. of, you know, the like 30,000 planes on this exact route that, that have been doing this whole thing mm-hmm. for so long that didn't go down like maybe it's mine mm-hmm. which which kind of turns into this weird like delusions of grandeur thing sure it's it's strange no it's actually funny because i i listened to that last weekend while i was on this little mini break oh, and I, so you and i probably listened to it around the, I think same, the time. same time yeah. and actually that same day i listened to the stephen colbert interview with mark Marin on wtf same thing he, and I didn't know. I just happened to wa- listen to them on the same day. But they were both about anxiety. Stephen Colbert has a long history of very crippling panic attacks and anxiety. Really? Where he See, said, this I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't know either. And really interesting story. Yeah, how he started out. And a lot of these people, when they get on stage, that's when they when it kind of slips away. That's when they feel yeah. the best. And that's what has sort of made them. That's what has sort of 
turn them into the stars that they are yeah. because they can't function otherwise. And Mark Maron's very similar. I mean, he has a whole story of he feels his best when he's on stage and he, all the other time that he's not on stage pre and post, mm-hmm. he's, he's fretting about everything. Um, but there's something about being uh, on stage that frees you. But I'm fascinated although, by it. Although I think Bill Hader's point was he knew that he was good at Mm-hmm. You know, he he could make people laugh. Mm-hmm. He, it, you know, in particular, was really good at impersonations. Sure. And, you know, kind of got into the job, you know, it, it, you know, happenstance. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, tortured yeah. by doing it. Totally. He was at, at first. Like, even yeah. though he was good at it, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, it was still something that, you know, he'd be like, oh, my God, you know, like, I'm going to have a panic attack mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. Um, and I don't know, it was just something that resonated with me a little mm-hmm. bit because me too. <laughs> I've never worked for Saturday Night Live. I should be so lucky, but. And he's such a real dude. Like, he just seems such like a, a. Oh my you God. Know. I, I mean, oh, love and that I, I guy. really like hearing the stories about, and we're, we're maybe we're uh, talking too long about this, but we, you know, I loved hearing stories about when they first started developing Barry and like the idea they had was like, had no legs. And they like were like, ah, we don't have anything. And then. And it just yeah. goes to show you that yeah. even, you know, you can come up with a show idea. I mean, it's not like you have to be Bill Hader to come up with a great show idea. I mean, he couldn't figure it out at first. It's normal to like, you know, kind of, you know, shoot blanks. Um, anyway, I think it was it was an interesting thing because, you know, he does tell you the premise of what the show was. And it was like it didn't have much to it. And he admitted that. And it was, you yeah. know. No, he and his writing partner, um, who's, whose name escapes me right now. But um, Alec, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Oh, uh, Alec Ro- Alex Ross or no. I don't know. Jeez. Well, sorry. Um, we respect you, even though we don't remember your name right now. But no, he, he had even said that. You know, he was like, what about a hitman? Because Barry's, you know, th- that's the premise of the show. No spoilers. Alec Berg. Alec Berg. Was yes, close. yes, yes, yes. And um, <laughs> that was very Stefan of me. Yes, 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 yes. The hottest club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and have such a good day. <laughs> um, but uh, he was like, you know, what about a hitman? And his writing partner was like, ugh. Lame. I do I'm like, ugh. It does sound lame. Like, sh- like that's not you. I'll be honest. When I- and he was like. But but that's the great thing is that it isn't me. So we have to like that's our challenge yeah. is to figure out how like we make me a protagonist mm-hmm. who's like a hitman it, who's yeah. also like a bad actor but like wants to be one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's genius. It is uh, when you put the two together where he like goes to acting classes and stuff like that. It's much more interesting. But when I have yeah. to admit, when I first read the premise of the show when it came out. I was like, Hitman, come on. Like, it just felt yeah. really cliche. Yeah, yeah But yeah. the way they do it and they mesh all these different things, it works really well. Oh, love Barry. One of my very favorite shows. I mean, up there with Game of Thrones yeah, in the last few years. Oh, it's so good. Show. So good. So um, I, you know, I've mentioned to some of you on our Discord that um, I, <laughs> I have had a kind of a, a topsy-turvy time since I've been back in LA this last three years. Mm-hmm. It, not that it hasn't been good because there's been wonderful things that have happened, but I haven't been totally settled. And that is because I am a freelancer and I, you know, you, you jump from one contract to the next and contracts can be a week long, can be four months long. You know, then you can be like, okay, cool. I can like chill for a minute yeah. when you have a longer contract, you don't have to look for work. 
But it, man, it is, it makes for a rocky existence. Some people thrive on it. And I think on, in some level, like maybe when I was a little younger, I thrived on it a little bit more. I think being older now, it is a little harder for me living this gypsy life. Um, Jake Adams, uh, Brenner, he goes by Brenner in our discord. He's the one that mentioned that it's, you know, he said, and I quote, it's the gypsy life for you. Hope all is well moving. So it is true. I am moving again for like, what, the fifth time in three years. Yeah. And in fact, part of the reason that we're shooting episode 50, for anybody who listens to our audio podcast, boy, you're missing out because we might be on Heather's deck for the last time. It's possible. At least I know this deck. Sad. There might be other decks. There might be other decks. I hope so. And I, many, and I, many decks in the world, but not this deck. No, and this is, deck is very special. And, I, and hopefully a little bit down the road, I'll have another little outdoor area. But for now, I'm going to kind of... You know, I'm going to couch surf a little bit. Um, I'm going to live the life of a gypsy, which really freaks me out on a lot of levels. But like I said, you know, back in the day, I might have not cared. It's exciting. It can be very exciting because I'm not like stuck in something where it's like a ball and chain kind of situation. I am free to roam. So I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace this gypsy life. Uh, I have signed a three-month contract, which will probably go further, and it's a very exciting project. I can't talk about it right now. I'm under NDA, but I will mention it when I can, when it's when it's released into the news. Excellent. Um, but it's very cool, very creative, very up my alley. So, um, but thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting me. It is going to be a little wild in the coming months. Sarah and I are going to figure out where we're going to be shooting um, here on out. But, um, but uh, you know, you know, stay tuned, and we'll we'll let you know. Absolutely. So, all right. So moving on. In the past, we have talked about the Theranos story. Oh, yes. Elizabeth Holmes, the blood sample uh, startup that that wasn't, uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. If you missed it, go back to a previous episode where we talked about it at length. However, and, you know, I'm I certainly I mean, I actually don't know her. I don't. I had never used the product uh, myself, so uh, there's there's I only know it from a journalistic perspective. That said, pretty bad, pretty pretty disgraced overall, right? Okay, so um, I when I woke up this morning, <clears throat> I I you know Heather and I were gonna gonna shoot um, one of our our shows. And you know, I'm kind of just looking like, okay, well, like what has sort of come up in the news mm-hmm. over, you know, the last 24 hours that could be, you know, just a little bit more sort of timely that we might want to put in here. And I took to Twitter, as I do, and there was a lot of snark about Elizabeth Holmes' hair. Elizabeth Holmes <laughs> being the CEO of Theranos, the blood uh, company that was disgraced. Okay, who was kind of weird in general for lots of other reasons, like she didn't blink, she the changed her thing, voice, yeah. you know, she only wore like a black turtleneck, a lot Steve Jobs, like a lot of things about her were weird anyway. But some time has gone by. I mean, the story has has waned, mm-hmm. you know, in the public sphere. It anyway. has. And you know, I, for example, I'm looking at a, an article from the Cut right now where where the the title is. Elizabeth Holmes has pageant hair now. Huh? And and it's a picture of her with, you know, kind of hair that's been curled, right? Rather than like in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who it's funny because 
And this is setting her everything else aside. As somebody who I have to be every single weekday on camera, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not I like try to look glam or not, I, like I still have to look okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like hair is like a whole thing. Like, am I going to blow dry my hair every day of the week? Fuck no. No. And you don't have a hairstylist like on set? No. No. Like I a work lot of from people home. do. Yeah. Like most of the time it's going to be like ponytail or maybe a braid or maybe it's down or whatever. But like, you know, sometimes it looks better than other days. And it's weird because of all the things that people could go after her for, like, what is this? What is it's, the hair shaming? It's it's funny. It's like, yeah, it's like people, I think people just like need drama. They need something to just like bitch about, you know, they need to roast somebody. But it's, it's just so, I mean, go after her for, you know, did she, you know, do you think that she hurt your family in some way mm-hmm. by uh, offering a service that wasn't actually what it, you know, <laughs> had yeah. set out to be? But like, the it just... I don't know. Maybe maybe it's my sort of I don't know. It's just me being a woman and and being beat down enough times, but there are just there are things that I I don't want to focus on. I don't oh, yeah. care what her hair looks like. I don't care if she even has hair. <laughs> you know, like like no one's ever talked about her hair before. Why why is this now a thing that people care she, about? She's such a target. I mean, yeah. I feel like these people just become such targets for any kind of ridicule and you know, I think it's just something yeah, you, every anyone in in the spotlight just gets nitpicked, you know? I mean, it's a I think it's a pretty normal phenomenon, but I agree. Like she's done way worse things than curl her hair to look like a pageant, you know, lady. Um, you know, so so fo- maybe let's and, focus on like even the then, stuff that matters. Even that even saying that is like that's like rude to pageant people. Like sure. I don't know, like do you know pageant people? Like are they bad people? Probably not across the like just like sometimes it just infuriates me like if somebody was like if somebody says Sarah I don't like you because when you talk about Android you are stupid and you say the wrong thing and here are like you know four things I can cite to like back up my argument Mm -hmm. I'd be like okay I'm bummed out but like that's pretty constructive criticism yeah if someone says Sarah your hair is crazy you changed it like no one got an update like does that ever happen no but like well I mean I don't know people say weird things all the time but those are the sorts of things that you just sort of like you just flush out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't listen to things like that because it's crazy. It's just hurtful. But why are, and like, like, articles being written about, like, uh, somebody's hair is like, ah, oh, just indicative of a bigger problem. For sure. And I think also people are, like, sort of maybe maybe even jealous that she's in the spotlight and that all this stuff happened where maybe she's, I don't know how she's getting off, if she's getting off in a, in a, in a small way. Maybe people are just sort of you know, lashing out at her because she she doesn't have a big enough sentence. I don't know. But it well, is interesting. I mean, it, we're not going to know about that sentence That's until true. next year. Um, and it might be actually quite, quite bad indeed. Um, for now, I guess people just want to focus on stupid hair stuff. And maybe it just because I got my hair done yesterday, I'm feeling bristly about it. But I don't know. No it just, pun intended. It just, yes. It just, it, I don't know. It just, it, it. It bothers me. Yeah, you know? I get it. It's like it's like saying like, "Hey, you know, it's like sucks that that guy like assaulted those people, but like, look at his manicure." There's so many you more know, like, important like, things ah. to be concerned about. I yes. agree. No, it's it's a total, it's totally a pet peeve, and I get it. 
You know, Sarah, I know you're going on a little mini break soon um, and you're very excited and you're going to be poolside for a few days. I was wondering, okay, if you need a new swimsuit, I have a great suggest- suggestion. Okay. It is the, it's a one piece LaCroix okay. swimsuit. So, you can choose so it's designed between, like the LaCroix. Exactly. Um, uh, can. Yes. So you can get a Pamplemousse one, a lime one, a passion fruit one, the pier, which is what I'm drinking. That's which just actually doesn't pretty. Have any, cran raspberry and lemon. And they're, this, the, the suits are about forty nine fifty, and they also have swim, swim shorts that are selling for thirty nine fifty. Is but this the company was, LaCroix selling the swimsuits? No, it's a oh. it's a place called Public Space. It's, I think it's an LA-based brand. Um, and uh, this actually, they, these came out in May, I think, for Memorial Weekend. I think they were pushing them. They're really cute, actually. But it made me think of, um, the other day, I was, I was at the mall. I don't go to the mall very often. But I ended up popping into Forever 21. I just, uh, sometimes it's amusing to see, like, what's going on with styles. Sure. Um, there was literally like a corner of the the space that was dedicated to a new kind of collaboration with Flame and Hot Cheetos. So essentially, this is like you know, and, and that's Cheetos, as in the Cheetos, the super the spicy hot ones. Yes, okay. that and they okay. they have gotten a cult Just wanted status. To make sure, I understood. Yeah, I know. I have a friend in particular, uh, my friend Morgan. Um, she is very obsessed with flaming hot Cheetos. I think she still loves them. I think it's been a few years since I've seen her eat them, but I think she still does love them. But. People are obsessed with Flamin' Hot Cheetos. So Forever 21 is doing a fashion collaboration with them. You know, and, and it this cult status, I mean, people, you know, you've got Roy Choi, who's like a famous chef, who's done like a Flamin' Hot menu, like a pop-up thing. Um, you with, know, so with Cheetos as like well, an ingredient, it was something like you know uh, some kind some kind of uh, food a dish that has like some you know some Cheetos in it, okay. or um, like a steak that's like a Cheeto steak. But you know, a lot of people. This is funny. I, I actually didn't know this, but people are so obsessed with flaming hot Cheetos. There, people have made like crazy things like blended Cheetos with vanilla ice cream like into like a shake that's or like put them over like burritos Ugh. like whipped them up as like a you know sprinkles ah. cupcake but I anyway can't even with you this is a limited edition capsule collection so you've got like body suits and sandals to match and you got crop tops and so I figure you know you're 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 gonna be bland poolside I don't know maybe you should go check it out get some new new threads you know, show, uh, show off the flaming hot Cheetos. I don't like Cheetos. Um, I'll just say that right now. Uh, whether it's Cheetos, chemicals. Cheetos or flaming hot, you know what I don't like? I don't like the uh, how it feels like uh, air. Yeah, I just don't like Cheetos. I don't like Kit Kats for the same reason. Mm. Like, there's mm. just there's just a certain consistency I don't like. Mm-hmm. Cheetos are in that in that camp. So whether they're flaming hot or not, I don't like them. You know, I like cheese puffs, but I don't like the Cheetos because there's like red number fifteen and yellow number forty and like all these weird like that that actually dissuades me from eating those. See, I don't really care about that because I treat my body like a garbage spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> but. But 
I do. I I know what I like. This and I know what I don't like, and I don't like Cheetos. I like Fritos, but that's a whole different. thing. That is a totally. And you like Cheez Its. We oh, know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But you know, this food fashion thing is is kind of ridiculous. I wonder what has created this phenomenon. You know, like brands. There's certain brands that are so cutesy that people want clothes with the logos. And I mean, it, it's not <sighs> like we haven't had this before. But like Cheetos, I mean, come on, like I, as like a high fashion thing is 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 pretty funny. I do think that, um, you know, when you mentioned our friend Morgan, who's like a Cheetos fan, it's like there are definitely things like so. And I've talked about this on a previous show. I'm very pro Wheat Thin. Mm-hmm. I think Wheat Thins are the perfect cracker. You wear a Wheat Thins t-shirt, maybe. There is no there is no better cracker. <laughs> I love Wheat Thins. A box of Wheat Thins is in my cupboard at all times. And if it isn't, I'm doing something wrong. I don't think I would wear anything that was like... Yeah, maybe not. Wheat Thin Girl. Like, I just I just don't want to do that. Yeah, I, it's, I it's just want to eat them. It's a weird advertisement. I just want to eat them. Yeah, with, I agree. With some sharp cheddar. Maybe you can, like, I don't know. Would you want to be a Wheat Thin spokeswoman? No. I just want to eat them. You want to eat them in the privacy of your home. (laughs) (laughs) No one needs to know. No, I don't need to wear a t-shirt about it. Like, just, I know it. And why do do I need to, like, spread the gospel? Like, yeah, like, if, okay. If we, if if, uh, Nabisco, I guess, was paying me to spread the gospel for Wheatons. All right, well, let's talk. Like you'd be a Wheatons influencer. What are we talking about? Yeah, like <laughs> like do I like post Instagrams and then at the end is like hashtag ad. You're like lounging like in your your princess pants like eating Wheatons at hey, home. Hey, just eating Wheatons totally spontaneously. I just really <laughs> like them. Hashtag, hashtag. ad. Hashtag. <laughs> oh god. No. Oh I, boy. Listen, if I ever do that, Forgive me. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I don't want to do that now. But I don't think you will. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know what we do want to do? We want to thank our patrons. We sure do. Every hey, day. All day, every day, morning, noon, and night. Uh, Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about how you can be one of our patrons at a variety of levels, starting at just $1 per month. All sorts of goodies, um, and they go up from there. So, and we got a goal of we really want to get to two shows a week. That's our our, our biggest goal, um, and I think our only goal right now. It's it's kind of our focus. So help us get there, yeah, and get more content every single week. I wanted to shout out to a few new new YouTubers. We got Albert Baraja Barajas 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 Scott Perino. Hi, Scott. And Marvin Wade, which I've seen the name Marvin Wade before. I wonder if he was a, he might have been a patron at one point, or maybe he still is. Hi, guys, and welcome to our world. Really glad to have you. Thank you very much for being part of the show, because you're a part of it as much as we are. And in in fact, um, the more feedback we get, the better we can um, service you. (laughs) I guess. Sounds a, that sounds a little salacious. Uh, that's how Heather will service you. We can. We future. will help service you have a better day. Yes, absolutely. All right, so moving on. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the idea of ads on the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Hate them. Yeah, I hate them Worst. too. Yes, Absolute worst. They pop um, up all all over the place. Right. You can't even read the article. It's infuriating. Everything ad sucks. 
I mean, you feel that way about uh, television commercials. I don't subscribe to cable Mm-mm. anymore, so everything I watch is on demand. So it's funny, like people will complain about commercials, and I'm like, I haven't even seen it. I don't even know what I always commercial you're talking the, about. I, I always spend more when I get like subscriptions to stuff for the ad free version. I yeah. don't care. I'll pay three dollars more a month or whatever it is. Sure. I just I don't want my narrative to be broken up by an ad. Yeah. So so and and I think even people who deal with commercials and you know deal with advertising all over the place every day of their lives like no one's like no it's great it's just sort of something you get used to Mm -hmm. and it's funny because I I remember I was in a relationship this is years ago five six years ago and you know he I I was sort of I had been a subscriber of cable tv and I like to watch a lot of trash tv I do um, and I don't care what anybody thinks about it, but that comes with commercials. If like I'm watching the Bravo channel, mm-hmm. like every five seconds, there's like a commercial break. And he was like, I can't deal with this, Sarah. Like, I cannot deal with this. We have to like cut the cord. And that was actually the point where we, we I did. And I, you know, at the time I remember being like, mm, I don't know. I just want my cable. Like I want my channels. I just want everything to be there. Like this, mm-hmm. this is going to be really hard. And it wasn't. It was actually the best thing I ever did. And now I realize how much garbage I was actually just taking in because I was, you know, it's just sort of on in the background type thing. And like I said, I am not above bad television. I am the bad television queen. <laughs> but it's not advertisement stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's native advertisement, which is a whole different story. But but, uh, but no. So, so it's funny because I, I, I've been kind of thinking about this whole idea of you know let's say that you go you you see okay so this this exactly happened to me on Instagram I was you know I got served up an ad I think it was like my dog's Instagram account right so it wasn't even like my primary but you know he has a decent amount of followers and it was like a a, a, an ad for some like linen sheets Mm -hmm. well I happen to really like linen sheets like they're my sheets of choice so I was like slightly weird that like they knew that about me like I don't remember it like proclaiming that anywhere <laughs> but like it's kind of true so you know I like clicked through to brick linen which is uh, um, something that you know you see around the internet a lot and I didn't buy anything and because I was sort of like well yeah I don't know like my sheets are fine right now it's you know I'll just you know think of this at, at, for a later time all I get served is brick linen everywhere I go on the internet Every single ad space is this company. I've already like turned off email email notifications from them because that was happening mm-hmm. where I'm like block blocked and reported, get out of here, you know? Like it, you're spam. Fine. But it is now like it is permeating my life. It's crazy because so you I know remember when you bought those sheets it was a big big thing, but I mean you you were doing research I'm sure on you know you might have googled best linen sheets or whatever, but like that was a while ago. I can't believe you're you're still getting no, them. No, it's not it's not even because of that. It's because an ad was served to me on Instagram. Instagram owned by Facebook. I clicked on it. To see, like, because it was something like 40% off or mm-hmm, something, you sure. know, where you're like, oh, let's click and, uh-huh. like, see what the deal is. And then I just never, like, I never sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. But that data is all now part of my entire life online because Facebook is everywhere. It's nuts. 
And so every time I, I do anything online, it's like anytime there's like a little ad space. And yes, I understand I could use a browser where I could, you know, I could uh, get rid of that stuff. But uh, I don't know. I have a, a certain way that I go about things and I don't really want to change them. So Brooklinen is now part of my life. And it's funny because I didn't even buy the damn sheets. I can't believe that. I mean, it's like you have nothing else in the in the in the little squares. Well, I, have I mean, like a there's, variety of there's things. other things, but I mean that 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 comes up, uh, you know, eighty percent of the time. It's actually funny because I get often the the very very the the most bizarre shoes you can imagine <laughs> in mine, and I don't. I, if I look for any shoes online, it's like sneakers that are just like normal. Right. Like I get like the weirdest, like I'm like, what, what are these? They're like kind of haute couture. Like they have like a, you know, they're like elf, you know, shoes with the little tip that turns up like, but they're oh. like fashionable. I'm like, why am I getting this ad? This is so strange. I mean, who knows? That's a trip. But you know, it's funny. You know, we, we, we often talk about, you know, stupid little errands like getting your car washed or whatever. The other day, um, I, you know, I'm really bad about doing it because it's, it's kind of a pain just because I, you know, it takes some often. Your car looks very clean when I does. walked in today. I did it yesterday. Okay. Tried a new place that was actually the one where you drive through, mm. which was really fun. Mm-hmm. I actually shot a little time lapse I might share with you guys. Um, I didn't shoot it that well, so I, I may or may not share it. But um I'm not really a DP, uh, director of photography, that is. I'm more of a producer. So, um, But anyway, um, so I, uh, it was really fun going through that. And you know, they had the self-serve vacuums, which is different. Usually they vacuum for you, but then they give you a free you know, option to kind of pull in and, and vacuum yourself. Um, it was a fun experience, but, you know, it took a little bit of time. And I thought, God, I just like I remember back in the day that I used to wash my car in my mom's like, you know, driveway. You know, I'd get, you know, a bucket of soap and just go out there and do it. And it was, it was you know, like I said, I've said in a previous show, it's, it's a little more work than meets the eye because you want to make sure you get it dry at the right time or things that get spots and whatever. So I came across this article in the New York Times that is basically saying that definitely go get your car washed. It's a lot uh, worse for the environment and takes a lot more water to do it yourself. And I thought that was interesting. Huh. Something so mundane and hmm. so you know you wouldn't maybe maybe we just don't take the time to really think about like think it through so basically um the thing about it is the one i went to yesterday they recycle the water and a lot of them will say that i'm not sure if they all do um but a lot of these kind of you know self-service car stations they limit you to a certain amount of like gallons of water um a pretty standard uh is 17 or 18 gallons um and, you know, but most of the full service stations averaged between like 30 and 45. So essentially, if you go in and you're going to you're going to wash your own car at a self-service one where you you have to do it yourself, you get less water. Um, and this is uh, from a study by the International Car Wash Associ- Association, which I didn't even know exists. So that's kind of cool. Um, anyway, so they a lot of these car washes recycle and reuse water. They have the high pres- pressure nozzles that like, you know, you basically can get you know rid of dirt quicker as opposed to a garden hose which doesn't have as much pressure it might be a little harder to kind of you use a lot more water because you're trying to trying to uh you know clean a lot of surface area anyway the biggest reason though is to prevent pollution i think this is fascinating when you wash your car at home all of the dirt and oil 
and like you know the fluids from your engine and like chlorides and, and, and chemicals uh, from the soap run into a storm drain in nearby rivers and lakes something so obvious that a lot of people probably haven't thought about um and so and and again uh, a lot of these car wash businesses do collect the water that they use and they get it treated um you know in a water treatment plant i just thought it was kind of fascinating um but uh but so yeah so now i'm feeling a little bit better about car washes because i always thought they were a little um I don't know. I felt like almost like somewhat indulgent, guilty. Yeah, yeah. A little indulgent. I mean, they're not too expensive. I mean, I paid like 13 bucks for mine. I even got a wax. It was like a really good deal. Um, but at All the same right. time, I I'm always a thinking lot more for the last car brush I got. Yeah. I mean, they really, they do try to try to get you, um, on a lot of things, but, um, but anyway, so, uh, you know, think twice if you are considering washing your car in your front yard or in your driveway and um, go stand in line at a, at a car wash, a local car wash. I thought um, you'd appreciate that, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't been to the car wash since the time that it took a couple of hours for them to wash my car, even though they did a really good job. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm going on a road trip soon. I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, do I wash it before I go? So, like, we start out really nice and clean. Or do I know that it's going to get, like... There's going to be so many bugs on the, you know. Oh, you should have seen mine. I mean, yeah. it was it was like bad. at the beginning. Like, do I maybe just I wouldn't like wash it? Before. Wash it when we're done with the whole thing. I don't know. You know, I got a dog. And I he's just dirty didn't. Too. I just didn't wash it at all. I waited a week after my trip, and I mean, I, I I think I I was a little worried that like sometimes like the bugs and the and the bird poop and that kind of thing can it can ruin your paint. Hmm. So anyway. Moving on. If you guys have uh, an opinion about this, please email us at hi at have such a good day dot com. Absolutely. Have such a good day dot com is our website. Um, as Heather mentioned, please email us early and often. Please do. And patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can be part of our community and help us make our show the best it can be. Help it grow. Uh, we need week, you. Week after week. We do. We need you. you know, I mean, we, we are not an island. We um, are not. <laughs> and we had a great little note from uh, For Life TV. Uh, he says, he or she says, another great show. I do enjoy and think others do as well when both you and Heather talk about the trials of working for yourself. It gives gives clarity and inspiration for the rest of us who do that as well. In one of your upcoming shows, could you please talk about the disappointment of when sometimes family and friends don't always support you in your ventures? Keep rocking it, ladies. And this is actually leading us to our bonus topic for today's episode. For Life TV, thank you for pitching a cool idea. And please, we we love, we, we need more bonus topic ideas. Please email us at HyattHaveSuchAGoodDay.com. Absolutely. Well, I guess at this point, we'll just go ahead and say... For $5 and up patrons, $5 balls as you're known, uh, we will continue this conversation for everybody else. We'll continue this, a new conversation next week. In a matter of a few days. and But we'll miss you. We'll miss you we and will. we'll see you very soon. We Thank will. you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for leaving us nice iTunes reviews um, and, and all the support that you, you all give us brings us happiness it really does man whoever your neighbor is is a very good cook boy does it smell (laughs) good i'd like to be lunch yet i'd like to be invited in for lunch (laughs) all right everybody um five dollar balls stick around everybody else thanks for watching and listening see you next week i'm sarah and i'm heather and have such a good day
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.